Welcome to We Belong. I'm John, and I'm forcing my friend Nelson, who doesn't like anime, to watch and discuss different anime. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the show. This is Weeb Along, a anime discussion show where I make my friend watch some stuff. My name is John. I'm Nelson. I'm the friend who doesn't know anything. Yeah, I have seen, I've watched all of Naruto, Naruto Shippuden, Attack on Titan, Jujutsu Kaisen, Death Note, watching Demon Slayer, and, you know, a couple couple of other ones. I'm not by any means an anime expert, but I have watched a bit of anime in my time. And Nelson, you have watched... I've watched Attack on Titan with you. Mm-hmm. Um, You had me watch Blue Lock which mm-hmm. it, it wasn't terrible. I actually, I didn't mind that one too much. No tomfoolery in that. So, and if you want to count Avatar The Last Airbender. I think that's, it's like a huge debate. I think that it's considered to be like American animation, just like Invincible on Amazon Prime would be that instead of anime. But it's because the studio that animated it wasn't in Japan, which technically classifies it as anime. I is that really what the what the actual difference is of why i'm pretty sure um i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure (laughs) i mean let's let's run with it uh yeah because everyone everyone always watched pokemon when i was younger but Mm -hmm. that was uh banned in my household my parents did not allow me to watch that so i think i missed the the big introduction that everybody else got and after that i just kind of said fuck it this looks dumb i don't want to do it and he's had that mentality and i have had (laughs) the mentality of like listen every form of media can be different and it can all be good in different ways so why deprive yourself of some good content to watch just because it's a certain style i'm all for trying stuff and everything instead of you know writing up a whole genre just because okay now okay now okay now uh am i wrong <laughs> i technically you are not wrong i couldn't i don't know they moan a lot it's really weird like, attack on titan there was a lot of heavy breathing and a lot of like oh and it, it it threw me off i did it was weird have you not yeah have you never seen an action movie where they're grunting and like you know exhaling as they're like, yeah, but you that's know? them like hitting stuff. I mean, fucking Aaron Yeager. Characters would just, are hitting stuff Aaron in the Yeager show. Would just stand there sometimes, and be like, Whoa! and you're like, what is that? Who is that for? Who is that for? for? You know. So remember in gym how they tell you like you know shot put and everything. You're supposed to exhale as you yell as you throw because not it when you're releases just energy. There, it, it, they're usually not just standing there. They're usually doing something. Bah. All right. Well. Um, this is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, you're, I, why, I, I don't, I, I yeah. for really weird shit, I think. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, so this will be fun. Today, we are going to start off with Jujutsu Kaisen, which came out back in October of 2020. It's got, you know, a little bit of supernatural, uh, cursed spirits and everything like that and exercising. Prior to doing this, Nelson told me that he hated the supernatural elements. Still do. Uh, Still anime. very so much I figured, do. you know, curses and stuff would be the best thing to start off with. Yeah, thanks for immediately throwing me to the deep end of the exact bullshit I avoid. You're welcome. I'm Fuck hoping you. for good content. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So 
Yeah, I guess we can just get right into it. So we have already watched, we have currently watched episode one, two, and three. We're going to break it down essentially by miniature arcs or like three episode arcs and sort of watch shows in that way and then talk about it, bring discussion topics that we both thought while watching and discuss it, debate it, all that good stuff. So what better to start off with than the intro, which when we watched, we had a little, uh, you know, a little snippet of you... (laughs) (laughs) Um, and your opinions on everything, uh, which was this. I'm going to be honest. So far, it sounds like a rejected theme for friends. Okay. Until the Japanese comes in. Okay. Thoughts. Um, honestly, that's like a five out of 10, maybe. Yeah. It grows. It's fucking better because it's not going to get any lower. Yeah. So that was your initial opinion on the opener for jjk do you still stand by the five out of ten or after watching the other two episodes has it sort of grown on you a little bit more so i would say that it hasn't really grown on me i guess as of yet you can't have me have started out with attack on titan which season after season opener after opener they're all bangers except for like season three but no it's a slow burn (laughs) but i i stand by that it sounds like a rejected theme for a primetime show it doesn't carry the vibe that i think the show is actually trying to put out because if you're gonna give me a show about curses and these fucking demon things i shouldn't feel the urge to be clapping along to your theme Uh, but you should have the urge for attack on titan (laughs) absolutely giant people eating shit look man (laughs) but that that is but it sets the tone like i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be clapping along to attack on titan but they're giving me you know they're giving me a brutal like hey here's essentially a, a metalcore song that we're gonna play for you and then you get to watch people get eaten you know those two things add up uh-huh in my opinion the vibe for jujutsu kaisen is you know it's got some fun stuff to it it does some cool shit you'll see more of that as we watch further but i feel like the opener is more it's setting the thing for like it has some greediness to it but it's also fun and upbeat as well i'm waiting for those parts then because so far fun and upbeat yeah the fun (laughs) and upbeat nothing is more fun to me than you know you wake up in a room and it's like oh bro yeah sorry we're gonna execute you but first we're gonna see if you're worth anything at all listen you gotta get those stakes up there um (laughs) but i think i think most of the fun comes from the interacting of like the characters and everything gojo interacting with fushigori um yeah all that stuff i mean i i would agree the you know by the end of episode three after we'd had the people brought in Mm -hmm. i can kind of see where okay yeah they're gonna have a fun dynamic but everything in the 60 minutes prior that i saw (laughs) was uh who's the dude with the spiky hair um which one fuck that's right anime (laughs) Uh, (laughs) no um uh not Sasuke? Not Sasuke, yeah. So that is Megame Fushiguro? Yeah, okay, him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, he doesn't seem like he's there for the fun, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, well, when you get to his backstory and everything, there's there's some stuff that's happened in his past. Oh, fuck. 
Christ. Of course there is, because it's it's like yeah. a D character. His parents are probably dead and he's been on the road for 30 years. <laughs> that's what we're gonna go with. Yeah, I mean that's how all backstories go. So that makes sense. Oh, so he's a Disney princess. Rad. Awesome. Oh, yeah, Good essentially. <laughs> yeah. Other than thoughts on the intro, what were uh your general opinions of episode one? It sort of opened up with Itadori having to, you know, take care of his grandpa a little bit, go to school, do his clubs, and then uh at the end of it, he runs into uh Fushiguro and he finds the whole like cursed object his friends have and they're about to open it up and then they open it up and then shit hits the fan at the high school Absolutely. and they have to essentially go save them. Itadori eats the finger. Yeah, I mean, and that's episode one. So for that, I mean, I kind of like the I'm sure it's a trope in anime of just he's a normal kid doing normal kid thing. Like, I mean, yeah, he, I, I like that he went and joined the occult club because he went and found the one thing where he didn't have to do anything. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, the laziness. I'm going to be it. honest, I relate to that one heavily, <laughs> but, you know, the the people in the club. I liked them. I thought their dynamic was a lot of fun. I am really hoping that we actually see them again because the tall dude was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean... I I understand the laziness. I really do. But apparently yeah. he's the greatest athlete to have ever lived and nonchalantly broke a world record for shot put while throwing it like a baseball. Well, I will say you when we meet the grandpa and everything, they sort of allude to something for him and his parents and Itadori just sort of cuts him off as he's, I think, looking at himself in the mirror or some shit like that. He just very much blows it off. And I love how they've alluded to this and it's just the character's just like no nah, we're not gonna hit that now <laughs> we're just gonna save that for save later for a future season <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah and then we meet the grandpa and this was your reaction no bullshit he looks like clint eastwood did he just die did he just call it quits he pulled his own oh. <laughs> He literally said, nah, don't be a bitch to people. And then he just dies. <laughs> I stand by the fact that he looked like Clint Eastwood. But like, oh, no, and as, as I said, when we watched it, not like young, hot Clint Eastwood. I mean, screaming at a chair at the RNC Clint Eastwood, <laughs> like <laughs> not doing good. I, I can't even imagine you're at the hospital with your your dying grandfather, the man who's been the father figure for, I can assume, probably a long time for him, considering the toll it took on him. But yeah. I can't imagine the final words of that just being, look, man. You're fucking up a lot. You gotta fuck up less. And just be better. And be be, <laughs> be likable. And it, be a good human. Be be the protagonist <laughs> this show needs. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He he just it, it did hit. I will say that 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 hit pretty hard. But yeah. it's also the you know he pulled the plug on himself. He just really said, yeah he, he really said fuck this I'm gone. He literally rolled over and died. <laughs> <laughs> my man had the constitution of a chicken finger good lord yeah and then he died and then as Ishidori is grieving and getting stuff signed with the nurses and everything Fushiguro comes up and is like hey you got something that I need with the special grade cursed object which you're gonna find out that a lot of this stuff is graded on an S rank and stuff like that and they have this whole grading system for different levels of things all throughout the uh, Jujutsu sorcerers and curses and curse objects 
projects and all those different things. And I feel like how how do you feel like at the very beginning, just like stuff being thrown at you wise for like, oh yeah, here's this other world that's coexisting and now you're sort of in it. How do you feel about that? So it, it's kind of weird because like going back to, you know, when he was with the occult club, then they were like, the rugby team is all sick. And that's because, uh, what was it, a construction worker died and was buried under the field or something? Yeah, under the rugby field. And the principal comes in and he's like, oh, they had polio or some shit. I don't remember what his exact <laughs> disease was that they all got. They got bit by a tick. That's I think they got what like, it was. Yeah. <laughs> they all simultaneously got bit by a tick. But yeah, no, they, they keep, you know, throwing the stuff at you. And I know that that part was a big alluding to what's coming of, hey, something's probably going to come out of the middle of the field. Uh, when Fujiguro walks up to the high school for the first time, he sees that little curse. It was like bubbling, is- right? It's it's like uh you know like how a shark goes and it has like the freaking dorsal fin going yeah like you see like the top of it and then it climbs up on the uh, goalpost that's right that's you get like the full shot of it later on when everything pops off I'm pretty sure it's that same cursed spirit I think it is I, that, I think that is was the same one yeah and I think that the cursed energy from the finger has affected the cursed spirit and made it even stronger going into the the fight and all that stuff right because he didn't really seem to care about it when he saw it on the uprights no he he literally could not have cared less he was like oh there's a cursed spirit here with a whole bunch of people oh wait that guy's gonna throw something i should go look at that yeah there was literally no urgency to him seeing that he's got those those good priorities right there Yeah, including getting Uh, more hair gel because i'll tell you i'm looking i'm looking at a picture of the guy right now and he must go through a can of hairspray a day oh yeah has to But, you know, so from the hospital, they find out the occult team is about to or the occult club is about to open up the team. I I lettered in the Ouija board. (laughs) What did you choose on the back of your jersey? Well, I let it choose. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So the occult club, they're at the high school. They start opening it up. And then as soon as the paper starts to unravel from the outside, shit hits the fan a little bit. I think stuff bubbles out of the ceiling and starts coming down towards them. And then they freak out and it pans away to you being a liker of not scary, but spooky stuff. Yep. Scary. Is what did you me. think of? What did you think of that? I mean, I thought that was pretty rad. You know, the buildup was really nice. It was really funny watching them tinkering with the wrapping of the finger because yeah. my God, were they determined? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just paper. It, but that's the thing. They're like, if you hand me an object, And you're like, this thing is cursed. And I try to unwrap it once and it doesn't work. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try again. And it still doesn't go. I'm probably just going to put it back. (laughs) It sounds like enough work. That's yeah. Uh. (laughs) Especially (laughs) if the thing inside of here is mad. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, yeah, once once they were like, cool, it's a finger, all the shit kind of hit the fan. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely the first part of this. And I, I guess as it should be, that kind of got me like, OK, well, what is about to happen? Mm-hmm. Got you a little bit interested. It got me a little bit interested. And my interest declined a little bit when, was it Megumi? <laughs> yeah. Pushiguro. Yeah, that dude. When, when he showed when up. When he rolled up, I was like, <laughs> OK, now we have to deal with you know, Mr. Hot Topic coming in mm-hmm. and thinking he's cool. Granted, he did some shit that was kind of cool. 
<laughs> Un- until he summoned some puppies yeah but i don't like that he did the naruto thing like i remember kids running around in the hallways of middle school doing that and you know what i was a little mean to them but i felt like i deserved it <laughs> like oh my god hey they don't be running around the school with your hands behind your back flashing gang signs at me i'm not i'm not here for that yeah no he uh he showed up and they did that whole i think he literally just like he makes his two hands look like the face of a dog or something like that yeah and he summons two demon dogs and when he did that your reaction was just oh they do the hand bullshit in this yeah yeah to preface i believe you've seen you saw what up to the bridge i saw you didn't even finish the bridge builder arc for naruto so i got 15 episodes in and then out of the trees came the dude that looked like a chick and yeah haku yeah (laughs) and that was where i stopped because i don't want 15 episodes of one fight where every punch is a flashback it's okay we'll get you in there eventually no the fuck you won't (laughs) (laughs) sir i did i did my time i served my nickel and i'm not doing it again yeah so uh (laughs) he takes out a lower rank thing and then he turns the corner and he sees the occult club getting attacked by this huge cursed spirit that i'm pretty sure is the one from earlier in the rugby field yeah um because that was after he came flying through the window and stomped on it uh just before just before before. okay fushiguro i think he turns the corner and then he sees it all happening and he's oh shit and then it shows a very interesting a very interesting scene it was not interesting it wasn't necessary it's not not necessary necessary essentially uh so there is a there's a female and also a male member of the occult club and the female this thing has like all these arms and everything and it essentially just like gropes right over the boobs of everything and this was your reaction to that there it is oh (laughs) oh god what the fuck what isn't that like a high schooler though Mm -hmm. they need to they need to chill they severely need to chill. <laughs> well, yeah, it's episode one, and I have to sit here and be like, okay, so there's monsters. Okay, no, we're going to call them curses. Okay, that's cool. What do these curses do? Oh, he's kind of like fighting some people. So he's yeah. ca- And I'm like, that's that's okay. That seems totally normal. And then it just molests somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not the... Maybe not the greatest way to start your show. I'm going to be honest. Not your favorite moment? Not my favorite moment. No. Mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I can do, and especially because I'm pretty sure that was a that was a minor. Yeah, they're high schoolers, so I mean. Yeah. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> what, who, yeah. who was sitting there in the pitch meeting being like, you know what would be, you know be great, guys? <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. You know what's going to fucking sell it? Yeah. How are we get, How are <laughs> we going to sell Funko Pops and stickers for the sides of car windows? Takes a cigarette out, just fucking statutory right over here. Yeah, and he, and puts a cigarette down on the table. <laughs> the fuck, the back, the fuck the table. He puts it down on the back of his hand. Like, <laughs> he was sending a message, and it was not a good one. Mm-hmm. It made it was so unnecessary, and I feel like we're going to see that again. This show at some point is going to be like, wait, you guys remember the thing we did in episode one? Would it be funny if we did it again? Well, it's not going to be, it's probably not going to be an emphasis on the, you know, they're high schoolers type thing. It's going to be more of like a, oh, it's an attractive person and we're going to show that off because, I mean, it's anime. It's not hentai, but uh, it's oh, anime. We're getting there, apparently. <laughs> the second the tentacles come out, I'm gone. I'm done. <laughs> 
Because speaking speaking of appendages that should not be there, I don't like the eyes. They showed, you don't like the eyes? They showed the big dead dude buried under the rugby field, and they just gave him, like, way too, I guess, graphically detailed eyes? Was it the detail of the eyes, or was it just the quantity of the eyes? All of the above. It was the All fact the that they took the quantity and they said, let's make them good. <laughs> and they're all blinking at different times. It, it honestly made me pretty uncomfortable. I think it's supposed to. Well, it did a great fucking job of that. <laughs> good job, Mappa. Uh, <laughs> Auto parts? Uh, no. So Mappa is an animation studio that does Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh. Uh, they also do the season four final season of Attack on Titan as well. Oh, do they really? Yeah. So when you're seeing stuff, when Itadori uh, slams through the window, to, like crashes through it and then kicks the thing in the freaking eye. Which one? Yeah, <laughs> the big one. Uh-huh. And you see him like twisting. There's a part where he kicks and it connects with the eyeball and his momentum stops and it's like oh okay we got captain levi right cool yeah uh, no i can i can i can definitely see that <laughs> yeah so as stuff i think that fushiguro essentially takes out that one and then they're like oh okay cool we're safe we're good and then all of a sudden this huge thing comes crashing out and takes them out onto i think the roof of the high school and on top of like a corridor or something like yeah. that yeah and then fushiguro's like get out of here, live, I'll hold it off. And then uh, Itadori has the resolve of, no, uh, my grandpa told me that I need to live a good life so that way I have a noble or good death. And so he sticks around because if he were to die after not helping someone, then it would not be a good death, I think. Uh, And so he sticks around and then he ends up swallowing or eating the Sukuna finger. Yeah, the beef jerky finger. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you think about him eating a Demon King's finger? Well, in order to get powers. I'm not going to lie, as a beef jerky fanatic myself, it looked rather appetizing. But for it being a finger, Didn't do it for not, you? not really, you know, I don't I don't <laughs> go down to the beef jerky outlet and go, uh, hey, you guys got any human fingers? So you've never heard of the term finger food. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I I hope you're proud of yourself on that one. I really do. I am. I am. You should be, but I'm still going to be really disappointed in you. (laughs) It's okay. I'll cry later. Yeah, we will. Um. (laughs) But no, I mean, and the fact that he did it with, I mean, honestly, no hesitation. Yeah, just sort of scarfs it down. Yeah, he was like, oh, this thing could give me powers. I do like that Fushi Fushiguro. Yeah. Am I close? I mean, yeah. Cool. Perfect. <laughs> uh, he just kind of sat there and was like, well, a couple things can happen now. I'm just going to wait. Yeah. And then I believe he says the one in a million. There's a one in a million chance as he eats it and then you're like oh he gets powers awesome and then it goes back to him saying that and then it's a one in a million chance that it could be the worst case possible and and then it winds up being that honestly i kind of wish the show had been like there's one thing and it's a one in a million chance it's the worst thing possible and then they just skip it (laughs) (laughs) they just leave you yeah they're like you know maybe season three season four we can do that after you know, a couple more tries. Yeah, the backtrack, the circle back. To <laughs> yeah, it. you know, we're going to circle back around on that. But it would have been amazing if they just said, oh, no, man, you ate the finger. That's cool. You're going to get some powers. But health wise, totally fine. You're not going to have a demon king 
living inside of mm-hmm. you. Living inside of you. Like all the, but to, I, I want to know because like, does it does it see everything he sees? Uh, I mean, he's present. Like it, he, they call him a vessel for Sukuna. Sukuna is the name of the, the king of the demons or this like demon lord in the Jujutsu Kaisen realm and all that. Right. And he rules over a whole bunch of demons, accursed spirits, and all that stuff. And he had he. It's like hmm. It's like hmm. It's like hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe you know, like how how like an avatar. How all of the past avatars can see what's happening with the current avatar. Right. They can and then they can choose to interact with him at whatever point they want, but Aang can't always contact them. Uh it's I think it's sort of in the realm of that. Okay. Cause like yeah. they're out here. Where like Sukuna is aware. He's not always watching. He's got his own shit that he's thinking about, which you'll find out later on and all that. But for the time being, he's just he also has been gone because he has not had a vessel. And so there's his first time back is when Itadori eats the finger. Right. Because like, so they're out here making plans and shit for like, okay, because episode two is the whole, mm-hmm. you know, we we're going to stay your execution as long as you are this vessel and we're going to go find all the other little fingies and yeah. we're going to make you eat those. Uh-huh. But I feel like you know, Mr. Demon King probably yeah. isn't going to be a fan of that. You know, probably not. So I I feel <laughs> like, you know, the logical thing there is going to be, hey, let me figure some shit out because their whole thing is they want to kill me. So yeah. I, I'm it's got the parts where it kind of takes over him and, he, you know, sprouts the extra eye. He's got the extra mouth on his hand, which. Yeah. Um, what did you think of that when the eyeball popped up on the side of his face? Um, well, I think as we've previously discussed, I'm not a fan of extra eyes, so <laughs> I, uh, did not mm-hmm. like, but it was the, it was more the mouth on the hand for me. It yeah. just posed a <laughs> lot of questions. You're really not going to like when we get to Naruto Shippuden with Deidara. Well, lucky me that we're not going to get there. Oh, we will. No, the fuck sir. we won't, but we you're will. not putting me through that People again. People listen to this and we get monetized. We will. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh boy you're welcome Anyth- well i mean upside is data in shippuden is voiced by the same voice actor who does mirage and apex so there you go oh okay you know what i'm i yeah. like him he he does good yeah. stuff still There's not incentive still not you. doing it yes you will <laughs> but the, we'll get you there i i it, it just brings me to you know more questions of what can you feed that hand will it satisfy your hunger if uh, I, I mean, am hungry and I have an extra mouth caused by a demon king on my hand, if I give it a baconator, am I going to be full? Yeah. How how are the internal organs? Is there a throat that is attached right. to that, which leads to a stomach and everything? Like, if I eat something from my hand, will I shit it out later? Right. Like, is it connected to the rest of my body? Is it is it an extra stomach in, like, my tricep? <laughs> like, hmm you know, these are the hard-hitting questions. And you know uh, what the problem is? <laughs> the problem is these are the questions that they will not answer. Oh, no, absolutely God not. God damn it. Uh, although I, it would be great. It would be so good if at some point they somehow get back to that. Well, I know there's uh, like It would the, be very rewarding. I know there's the meme for anime where it's every anime has a beach episode. 
which is yeah. not canon or something because like everybody's yeah, no, hanging out. They have the yeah, they have the, uh, the filler episodes. Yeah, so can I have a filler episode where it's just cuz like in the intro there's a, a dude who looks kind of smart, he's got some glasses on. He looks like a, a scholarly type. So it can just be him standing in front of a whiteboard going, "Hey, here's how you eat. Here's how it works. Here's the anatomy of uh, What's the guy? Uh, Sukuna? Yeah, Sukuna. Yeah, give me the anatomy of, you know, Sukuna within the vessel. Yeah, I think that it's just like he is taking over that part of the body. Okay. And it's that part of him just coming out of the skin as opposed to like organs inside. That's my take. <laughs> well, yeah, but like he, he at some point also does the, the whole body where Itadori has, you know, yeah. the extra well, eyes. Like when he first pops up. And the, I guess if we want to call it, like, tattoo-looking stuff. Yeah, no, he gets the markings all over his body and everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, rips his shirt off immediately. Uh, yeah, because, so you can see that he's ripped. Because every anime protagonist has to have the most cheese-grater abs I have ever seen in my life. Has to. Otherwise, they're not animated correctly. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's make sure that we get accuracy with that uh, he's don't forget guys mm -hmm. he's a normal high school boy so we should give him a little bit of pudge fuck no, no. make him well, he's not a normal high school boy you know he's he's got like the super strength and everything like he's known for that among his friends and everything he just chooses not to apply him you remember the guy in a cult club the big guy yeah he was kind of a you know a, a, a bigger fella uh -huh. i bet if you if he had his shirt ripped off, he would have looked like a strong man where he would have still had that beefy build, but he'd still have like an eight pack because yeah. everybody in here just has to be ungodly ripped. There is a character later on that is not ungodly ripped. They're not exactly a main character by any means, but there is someone that I'm thinking off the top of my head. So you will you will get that eventually, sir. <laughs> Don't you worry. Okay, good. I, mm -hmm. I need equal representation for fat boys like me at this. It's all I'm after. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, so he eats the finger. Sukuna takes over for a little bit, and then he subsides as Satoru Gojo pops up, a.k.a. not Kakashi. <laughs> <laughs> the only character I actually liked in Naruto. Yep. And so it's... He, he he has the white hair. Uh, he has half of his face covered. <laughs> yeah, granted, in this the eyes, as opposed to half the face. But yeah, he pops up, and there. Some people have the opinion saying that he is too overpowered and that he's uninteresting because of that. But him being aloof and carefree, I feel like brings a level of levity and funness to the anime. One hundred percent. That it. Yeah, it's, it's just it's needed, and also it's great. Like when Sukuna jumps at him. And he throws his punch. And after you see that he has just messed up this curse spirit as he is the one who can even punch a curse spirit, punch the air in front of it. And then the force from the punch ripped the entire curse spirit into shreds and up into the air. And then he does the same thing to Gojo and Gojo ends up instead of blocking it, he counters it by sitting on Tsukuna's back after he has thrown the punch. Yeah, which is absolutely uh, <laughs> just chilling there. The most like baller shit i think i've ever seen in my life mm -hmm. where it's very nonchalant it's super nonchalant if you're in a fight and you sit on the other guy in the middle of the fight the fight is over mm -hmm. yeah it's like you're in the middle of a fist fight and you're like in a bar like defending someone or whatever and you're, you're throwing punches and all of a sudden this guy that you've been going one-on-one -on -one with he just comes up 
open hand just smacks you across. Oh, yeah, just no. Like, just like a slap Walk away. instead of throwing a punch. Walk away. Just to be like, what? <laughs> but to the people who were like, oh, he's too overpowered. He's the teacher. Mm-hmm. He should be. If he's as strong as the rest of them, then mm-hmm. why is he the teacher? But yeah. also, I feel like, you know, in in these kind of supernatural ones, there mm-hmm. are powers. So I don't yeah. want to, you know, I, I as somebody who is very, very fresh to this, I want to see to what extent they can go. So bring me in somebody who's OP so I can be like, oh, cool. That's where we're going. Yeah, or if you have that OP, it's almost like a litmus for you, so you know what they're supposed to get to, the main character, and you can judge their progress by how close they're getting to that. Exactly. And then when they surpass that and get even farther is when it gets that much cooler of like, oh, I've seen them have all this character development as they're going through the show, and you watch it happen. Yeah, like it's one of those things where I'll be glad when we get there. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying he's not strong now, because I mean, we we see him do things in the third episode that we'll get to, but yeah. it's nice to see, okay, at least we're starting maybe, you know, somewhere strong, but not cocky. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's Gojo. Oh wait, for Itadori for, or for Itadori. Gojo? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, like his whole thing is like, he's strong and like, he just doesn't buy himself. So he's just right. a fun guy. Oh no, Gojo's cocky as fuck. And I love that for him. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Love that for him. Love that for him. You know, and so he tells Itadori to let Sukuna out for, I think, like 10 seconds and then bring him back in, which is like the, oh, you can suppress Sukuna. You're a true vessel. Cool. And so then he knocks him out, wakes him up, and then gives him essentially the ultimatum that the higher ups in the Jujutsu Sorcerer community have given him of, all right, we can either kill him now get rid of that finger and also the person so that way there's no chance of him being used as a weapon against us later on or we use him to eat more of these fingers and then once he has all the fingers then we kill him so that way Sukuna is completely gone and I love that Gojo just sort of is already trying to usurp authority by trying to be like well what if we do this instead. And then he takes him under his wing and tries to get him enrolled in the Jujutsu Academy, Jujutsu High, by right after he's, you know, gets unbound for being tied and all that. Or Gojo brings him to the dean or the principal of Jujutsu High. And we meet him for the entrance exam that happens. Uh, and in the entrance exam, I feel like it sort of is meant to give you a perspective of Itadori and who he is as a character and his motives, which is nice. But they also bring levity to it by having a freaking doll kick the shit. Yeah, he got rocked. (laughs) By like a big green teddy bear (laughs) that bounces around the room, messes him up. And I also love that Ichidori, when the principal asks him, who are you? And he just says, I'm an average guy uh, who really likes Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, what was your impression when or what was your reaction to my that? reaction to that instantly was hey buddy me too um yep <laughs> because i would say that yeah the the average guy would probably be like jennifer lawrence but mm-hmm. thing with all that and the doll kicking the shit out of him you know does the doll retain its original mass or once it's see that's this is why i never i never really started doing any of these 
because yeah. I have too many questions. Okay, but I also will say, especially with the cursed doll things, I think that that gets explained further later on. Okay, good, because I yeah. need at least one of these questions answered that probably <laughs> I need something that shouldn't be asked. Yeah, and so he gets to the entrance exam by saying that he wants to, you know, have the honorable death. And then the guy calls his bluff is like, well, if you're in it because of something that your grandpa said, then you're going to resent him because you're going to put be put into these terribly deadly impossible situations. situations. Exactly. And you're just going to come out of it being like, God, I hate that my grandpa made me promise this right as he freaking rolled over and died right in front he of died, me. Died, killed himself. <laughs> yeah, he gave up on the will to live. Well, it's one of those <laughs> things, too, where, you know, with and the principal makes a point there of you've been given this impossible task of save everyone you can. But yeah. then it comes down to, you know, the old trolley car question of somebody is on the tracks that you know and then three people are on a separate track that you don't know and you have to choose where it's going to go because mm -hmm. no matter what it's a lose-lose situation and now he can't have that you know honorable death because he didn't save everybody yeah so yeah no he's i i, I i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say uh -huh. that uh grandpa not actually dead that's gonna be that's um. gonna be my hot take uh wait no he so he burned him he they we, cremated him didn't i was they? gonna say we we skipped over it but at the beginning of episode two they fully cremate him and even show us the body right i did forget about that the, I, the charred remains I, on the table i rescind my statement um, <laughs> i do believe he is very dead oh yeah yep that'll that'll do it yeah, no, just a tiny bit dead. Ash to ash, dust to dust. <laughs> just a flesh wound, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. What Itadori's whole thing that he says is that he is going to do it for him so that way he can lead an honorable life, not because of what his grandpa said, but just because he wants himself to have that noble death later on down the line. Because, I mean, especially with the consequence of death and this, he's already been told, like, he is going to die in the future. It's do you want it now or do you want it later? Type thing. Right. So it's going to be one of those. He's going to do everything he can until that moment. Exactly. OK, so see that. Yeah, because I guess no matter what happens to him, they get what they're after. Exactly. They like did, if he dies, yeah. then he dies because they wanted the initial execution. Yeah. But so, you know, he could die in the middle of what season three. And maybe they'll just be like, hey, you know how we've been looking at Gojo the entire time. Here's your new protagonist. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for you to get further in this show. It's going to be great. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm I'm really not that pumped, but, you know, it hasn't it's going to be great. It hasn't gotten me yet. Um, uh huh. None of the none of the characters for me other than Gojo have actually been that likable. But we did get um, mm -hmm. who's the chick and even Itadori. I, not, He's relatable, but not likable. You know, <laughs> Kind of. I relate to it, but it's also one of those nothing he's done yet has really made me be like, you know what? That's my guy. So, like, I get it. And it other than the, mm -hmm. like I said, cheese grater abs, uh, he is kind of the everyman. Yeah, I feel that until he ate um, the finger. Though there's stuff later on down the line that I feel makes you be like, oh, cool. 
at least with Itadori, I feel like it very much relies on at least getting started out with. He is a nice guy. He's he's fun. He's quirky. He's good. He's powerful. And all of those things, like you're saying, jack of many trades type thing. Yeah. Later on in the season, in the series, it gets they do a little bit more with him. Uh, it's still a little bit surface level. They haven't gone super full deep in with him, I feel like. Because yeah, this show's not that far in, right? We're only on. No, as I say. What, season yeah, two? No, this is. Yeah, it's season two. There is a movie as well, but the movie predates the events that are happening now. Oh, so we get a prequel. Yes, we get a prequel movie, essentially, okay. after season one. I kind of hope that the prequel movie is just uh, Itadori actually going to like his clubs. Just going to just school. Just going to school. <laughs> like, it's not. I've seen it, but it would have been great. Are, what are the stakes in the movie? Dude, he's got a math test coming up. Yeah, he's got a cram. Well, yeah. If if I could if I could read Japanese, I feel like, you know, some of these things might be a little bit easier because I, I feel like there's stuff in the background of, you know, places and all that that mm-hmm. that kind of give it a more familiar feel to the people watching it over there. Yeah. Uh, well, so I've noticed from watching different anime and stuff like that, and I feel like you'll come to realize it as well, their highway system or their main roads, usually whenever it's along a hill, they usually have like a reinforced barrier along the hill. So if there's because they are on a tectonic hot zone over there because of how just the earth is formed and everything, they are subject to frequent earthquakes. Yep. I feel like everything over there is a little bit more reinforced because of it. And so they have a certain thing that it just has a style of it. And it was great watching Jujutsu Kaisen and then also watching other anime. There'll be a whole thing later on that you'll see. And it'll probably be like two of these podcasts down the line. But it's really cool because you see that popping up. At least for me, it was cool because seeing it in My Hero Academia and stuff like that as well. I was like, oh, this is sort of the same thing going on. And like you were saying, it definitely hammers at home for people that are over there with that sense of familiarity, I think. Yeah, I think that's a that's a big thing that isn't hooking me in as much, I mm-hmm. guess, because it's it's not that, you know, I, I look at this and I go, OK, so they're off in a faraway magical land. You know, it, it's Japan. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just Japan. Well, like the part where Megami Fushiguro in the beginning of the episode, after he finds out that the box is empty and everything, he's literally just walking around scrolling around on an iPhone. It's legit just an iPhone, and it's great. And I feel like I love it when modern day anime has it like that. Uh, like My Hero Academia, you haven't seen it, but there, there's a part where somebody gets into trouble, and he literally sends his location. He's like, yeah, I'm here. I sent the text to you. Oh, uh, And it's like, oh, yeah, technology. Instead of like everything has to be magic or has to be superpowers or has to be this, like it's cool seeing like the real world elements and stuff. Yeah, like nobody's sending out a carrier pigeon with their coordinates. Like that's not. Yeah. Which it's it's nice to see that world of wizards that uses the slowest bird as a form of communication. Yeah, which is easily Um, shot out of the sky. R.I.P. to my homie Hedwig. (laughs) Jesus. it, It ain't a spoiler. It's like 20 years old. But, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> Itadori gets through the entrance exam <laughs> uh, by impressing the principal, gets a room right next to Fushiguro, finding out that they're roomies and everything almost. And then Gojo is like, all right, cool. We're going to head out. We're going to get the third member of your class. And then we finally get shown Nobara, who is a girl. 
because everyone in this show, other than the one girl who got groped, has been male. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which, wow, really, really good on you there, guys. You put one chick in the show exactly. so far, and she got molested yep, by more. a demon. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so then we get, because uh, the first episode doesn't have it, but the second episode does have the outro that, in my opinion, I was thrown off the first time I saw it, but then it grew on me. I was like, oh, it's sort of a bop. And this was your reaction. So that was the outro? Uh, yes. Fucking terrible. Sir. That was, I was not a fan of that. That was, um, it could have been better. Um, sir. Don't sir me. The animation style, I, I did not like. Save it for song. the actual podcast, sir. No, no, no. No, you put my bitching in. You edit this shit in because you are getting firsthand. I do not like it. Sir. <laughs> no, I, I will not take your sirs. It wasn't good. All right, so fun music. I'm making you watch that outro after every single episode. Are you really? Yes. And again, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, what the fuck? And I was genuinely confused. And then I started listening to it more and I was like, okay, okay. And I feel like it uh, it's going to hit a point for you where it will reach boptum. I really hope so, especially if you're going to make me watch it every time. Because to me, much like the intro, it's out of place. How? What do you mean, how? Yeah. The animation style, completely different. We we have them doing fun. That's usually a thing. Fun little outfits and dancing. and That's usually a thing for anime. That's dumb. It's it's a complete tonal shift. You're it's going a, it's from, a tonal shift. Sometimes if it's like no no no, because all of this ends on like fucking cliffhangers, where it's yeah. like you love this character, they're about to die, and then it's gonna send me into some you know, nineteen ninety eight like Madonna music yeah, to video. Calm you down so you can go do the rest of your day. I fuck the rest of my day. I'm trying to binge. <laughs> I can't just be like, oh, here's my, you know, it, it's going to take me out of the moment. And when I get to the next episode, it's like, oh, that character I love dead on the floor. Awesome. They're not coming back. Sweet. Really glad I had this super fun, energetic song to get me to this terrible moment. Because I feel like, you know, I'm not the only one who is, you know, I, I guess late to this trend of the animes because they've definitely not having taste or uh, sure let's go with that (laughs) and you know i i didn't watch uh blue lock you got me in early yeah season one just ended i am with everybody else on that but like attack on titan people were waiting you know three years for the next season still waiting still waiting i'm can i please have those dubs if Mm -hmm. anybody ever listened to it from the studio, <laughs> fucking pedal it out faster. But I, it, I got to watch it for the most part all in one go. Um, yeah. You and me watched no, it together, I, and then, when I watched Attack on Titan for the first time, I watched it all in four nights. Yeah, you know, I was lucky enough to be bedridden with COVID, where I got to knock out, I think, like fifty-one episodes in two days. Mm-hmm, exactly, lucky you. Yeah, ooh, super lucky. And mm-hmm. so I, I don't have the I, I'm going to binge it because why would I wait? Yeah. So that it's it's one of those things where I found this show late. So all of the questions of the cliffhangers that I need answered, like season two attack, you got the Beast Titan coming out and talking and you're like, what? 
you people had to wait. I just got to go to the I just got to hit next episode on Hulu. So you're saying that you don't like the outro? Yes, because it takes me out of that suspense. It takes me out of the wanting to go to the next episode because it completely derails my if you even want to call it the emotional roller coaster. Like the momentum that it has. Exactly. So that's only if you're binging. If you're watching week to week. But that, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not watching week to week. There are a lot okay, of people we'll who no, <laughs> a lot of people who don't <laughs> watch week Listen, to season week. Season two of Jujutsu Kaisen is currently coming out. So if we get to a point where we are watching Say we're doing one show, and then we do a couple episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen season two, and then we go do uh, continue on with another show and stuff like that after we get caught up, because it'll still still probably be going by the time that we finish season one and do the movie for Jujutsu Kaisen for the stuff that's out right now. Right, because we'll have approximately you know seven episodes for season one, because mm-hmm. I think it's twenty four episodes, yeah. unless of course we have a couple where we're like, you know what, this is a good four episode arc. We should knock that yeah. out. Mm-hmm. So that's only going to be roughly, you know, seven weeks. Yeah. Which is only enough time for 11 episodes of season two to come out. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Sure. Um, yeah. So before we move on from opener closer thing, do you have a preference in between the opening song or the closing song? It would definitely be the opening for sure. Right. Um, because with that one, at least, we got to keep the animation style and yeah. apparently have that what I what I'm going to call now out of place panda bear. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, we started up the third uh, episode and he finally noticed panda. Really? Um, is his name panda? Was, well, it is the panda bear. Oh, Jesus noticed uh, the panda and everything. And this was the reaction. Why do I feel like that panda bear is actually going to be relevant to the plot? <laughs> I was wondering how long it was going to take you to figure that out. <laughs> that there was a panda bear running on roofs. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was the first time I saw him run across the roof. The other times he was just kind of vibing. <laughs> I mean, I, I, does he talk? Does he does he eat soup? Like, what? You'll have to wait and see. I, I don't. <clears throat> I Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, you got to be patient, sir. Want to be patient? <laughs> That's why I said I like to do my binge. Oh my goodness! But yeah, anyway, season three starts. Episode uh, three. Season three. Dear God, episode three starts. They make it to Tokyo, pick up Nabaru. She accosts a talent scout for not wanting to sign her as a model, sort of giving you the yeah a little impression of her. What was your general thoughts on her as she comes into sort of like it's Gojo? Megami and Itadori all there. And then now Nobaru is also in the mix. How do you feel about that group dynamic? So honestly, so far, she's my favorite. Okay. I, I am a fan of her her general attitude mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. It may get very annoying within a couple of episodes. But, yeah. you know, for the intro one, I'm digging it so far. Not mad at I'm it. I'm not mad at it. She, I don't know, she seems kind of like a go-getter to me. Like, while Itadori is the most relaxed person on the planet, and Fushiguro is just kind of, like, there, mm-hmm. because he doesn't really seem to want to take initiative to anything. No, he's just sort of sulking in the background right now. Yeah, not Sasuke. And uh, Yeah. No, like, and people compare these for, especially because, one, because the uncanniness of Gojo to Kakashi, 
And right. then you have Itadori, who is essentially Naruto, but it has good abilities and shit already. You have Fushiguro, who is essentially Sasuke. And then you have Nobaru, who is like Sakura, but the you never got to it because you never got far enough. But the, I'm a strong woman. I hate her. She was useless. Sakura as opposed no, she to was like, useless. oh, I'm useless because I need a boy's affection. The entire bridge fight, she stood there and cried. I don't remember her throwing a punch. I think that she threw a knife at one oh, point. Oh, good Hunai, for her. Good for her. Nabara was out here the bridge. with her hammer and nails out here taking mm-hmm. names, rescuing hostages. Yeah, my favorite thing was when she called Itadori a normie. <laughs> and this was your initial reaction to it. Get the fuck off a of 4chan and go fight demons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, that's just, that was a term I did not expect to hear in this show. I guess that, that kind of brings it back to the, you know, it's a modern day thing. Yeah. And this is also like, again, this came out back in 2020. Not even a, not even a full three years ago because it came out in the fall. Right. And it is like it's up to date with the times, like, again, with the iPhone and everything like that, it it keeps it with it. So I felt like this is why, you know, for you, I was like, you know, what? it was in between Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer. Both of them are ongoing. Actually, Demon Slayer season three just ended. But Jujutsu, it takes place in modern times, whereas Demon Slayer takes time. It's back there a bit uh, back in like the swordsman <laughs> era. There is someone who has a gun in it, which you would like. You don't really see him until season three. Well, somebody had a somebody had a gun in the intro for this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, That's, you'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah, no, so they all finally get together, and then Gojo takes them to this place that's haunted. They go inside. It's Nobaro getting tested on how she's going to be as a Jujutsu sorcerer to see if she has the craziness in her that's usually required from all the crazy circumstances that you get into it, if you're going to back away from it when stuff gets crazy, or if you're going to embrace it and go even crazier to then come out on top. And she takes out a freaking mannequin that... You know, spurts 10 eyes. And then this other thing comes out. Freaking hostage negotiations takes a little kid by the neck and puts his fingernail and like starts drawing blood as she's trying to decide what to do. And then Uh, Hobie just comes. Your favorite thing happens. (laughs) Punches through a a brick wall like it's absolutely nothing. I mean, the wall comes down and she's like, that's that entire thing. You shouldn't have been able to do that. And he just goes. Yeah, (laughs) they address it. And she was like, what did you eat today to punch through that? Like, that's not normal. And he's like, well, it wasn't reinforced. (laughs) That's not. She's like, still. (laughs) It's concrete. (laughs) Yeah, my my man had his raisin bran in the morning and just said, I'm going to punch through an entire wall with ease. And I mean, it wasn't even a little hole in the wall he put in. Like no, he Kool Aid manned that shit. Absolutely, he did. He came right on through. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, that was I. I did really enjoy that. Just how that whole whole scene there actually played out. I did think that that was probably the best scene so far. Okay, mostly because it's. I mean, that's for the most part like the most amount of action that we've gotten. We got a little bit of we got the episode one, like the fight with the oh when he was kicking. What was he saying? What was the the one dude? Was it like tickets, please? Or yeah, it was tickets, please. What time is it? And then in this one, when the cursed spirit has the kid, I think he says it to Nobaro, and it's just like or Nobara. I don't know. It's one of those. Um, goes. Do you need a receipt? <laughs> 
And this this gets touched on later on. But my favorite thing is that happened. And then you just your reaction was, I'm so confused by this fucking show. (laughs) And that was great. (laughs) I guess it like you you just said, it will be answered about why they, you know, say Mm -hmm. these things. My only assumption so far of just coming into it is the these are how they were when they were alive. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah, it's how they were when they were alive. The tickets please guy, I can only assume was like train conductor or some sort because I know the the bullet train over there, they they run a very precise system. That's the only thing I can really think of. No, they'll touch on it and explain it a little bit later on. It'll be good to circle back to that. But on a scale of like one to ten, what is your general confusion? level with everything that has been presented and is currently happening in the show so far so far i said i'm not i'm not overly hooked everything and and i get that it's set up it's gonna need a few episodes to really explain hey here's the premise of the show i guess they're all sorcerers is that a thing like Um, is that like their title or like are there different classes they're training to be jujitsu sorcerer okay so the final step is sorcerer when you pass, yes. you are sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can work with that. Yeah, and there's varying levels of being a jujitsu warrior, different rankings, which you'll also find later on. I think in the next episode, probably. Okay, because this show and its rankings mm-hmm. are very. Yeah, they're really very uh, class system. Yeah, they're they're really trying to put everything here in a box, but not the box that the mm-hmm. finger was in. That was no different. Yes, box. different box, but. No, I mean, it, the characters so far, it's going to be interesting seeing the development in mm-hmm. terms of will Itadori eventually one day give a fuck about literally anything or will he just keep going on punching non-reinforced concrete walls? Well, I mean, he cares about, you know, people. To me so far, it still seems that he's doing it for Clint Eastwood. So I'm kind of hoping that I, I want to see if he moves past that. Like, I want to see if there's... They always have one big event that happens and it kind of wakes them up. Yeah, like their defining moment. Yeah, so he's going to have his whole defining moment and be like, wait a minute, what he said will still resonate with me, but here's the real reason that I'm going to do what I do. Yes, I'm excited to get further in this show with you. I think it's going to be good. We're going to have a lot to discuss going forward. Uh, I think the next episode of this is going to be episode four, five, six, and seven. So we're going to do a four? I think we're going to do the next four are going to be the four. Okay. Because I feel like that next good, like, general stopping point type thing. Gotcha. Yeah. And for anybody who is listening to this and wondering if we're doing subs or dubs, so if we miss certain things. Yeah. That is because... There is very much a reason for that. (laughs) We were watching it, and we got, I think, halfway through the first... No, the second episode. (laughs) Yeah. And there was a whole bunch of writing on the screen and everything. And I was just, you know, reading it. And I had told him, and this is that. I'm very grateful for the uh, subtitles that they put over the Japanese text. Oh, fuck. I didn't even see that. I don't have subtitles on. It's like, it'll automatically just show up in the anime if you're watching dub. Oh, lit. So I just can't read. Hence why we're not watching. (laughs) Goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we are watching uh, dub for everything, unless we have to do sub. In which case, we will anime. wait for a dub. <laughs> or we will we will find a way or try our best. We'll do what we can. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's going to be 
pretty much it. I, I, for, I think that's probably it for this week. Yeah, I think that's a good stopping point and everything. Yeah, if you're here and listening, thank you so much. Yeah, this is brand new to us. This is both of our first attempt at a podcast. So if it's a little rough around the edges, we're trying. But thank you for your patience. Yeah. We are going to record a couple of these episodes and then try to put them out. I think we want to do either weekly or biweekly just to give time for editing and stuff because, you know, having jobs and stuff outside of doing things so we can afford to live. Correct. But ideally, we'll have like a set schedule that is tbd at the moment yeah and if you're listening in if you are also unfamiliar with the show and just kind of getting into it leave a review leave you know leave a comment and talk along with us and say hey this is what i saw here's Mm -hmm. my opinion on it because i i want to know what other people are thinking who are also new to this yeah we've got some socials we are on instagram threads well eventually tiktok when we put some content together what else twitter and youtube for when we get content as well yeah but yeah uh if you like what you're hearing so far leave a review if you don't like what you're hearing uh don't leave a review so yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh i think thank you so much to everyone for listening and tuning in thanks for listening guys yeah we will see you in the future appreciate you